Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily featuring some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, we were joined. There was much excitement in the TalkSport studios by all the F1 fans who have grown, obviously, since Drive to Survive. And the big star, really, the breakout star of Drive to Survive, isn't the drivers, it's the team principal of uh, Haas, and it is uh, Gunter Steiner. Yes. And uh, he came in to see us today to chat about his new uh, diary of a season. To much excitement. What a lovely bloke, though. Oh, very nice. I mean, I've got to be honest, I haven't really watched Drive to Survive. No. And I wouldn't know him if I passed him in the street. But what a lovely man. Same as me, Paul. I wonder if you'll guess where I was fed a name in my ear during the interview. Let's find out. Oh, yes, I think I guess. (laughs) That's right, yeah. I thought that was good knowledge. (laughs) I should have known better. (laughs) So, anyway, uh, that's all coming up, and I'm sure you will... (laughs) Spot it. That's basically a quiz, Paul. It. We had a quiz. We had a quiz. Yeah, we had a, a, a quiz that I think was pretty much a one-off. But uh, <laughs> anyway, hope you enjoy it. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. That's it, Charlie. That's who I am. We nice have to, to talk. We have to talk football first yes. because um, we are following the travails as they have become of your team, Torquay United, who find themselves yeah. at the bottom of the National mm-hmm. League, not bottom. Uh, well, towards the fourth, bottom. Fourth bottom. Towards the bottom. Below but, us are Yeovil, relegated. Scunthorpe, relegated. Yeah. And Maidstone, relegated. So who could still go right at the bottom of the National Maidenhead, League? Maidenhead, York. Both could be relegated. And you. Yeah, and that's, yeah. Know, still so, two uh, games left. Six lost points. 5-1 at Chesterfield yeah. the other night. Doesn't matter. Every team loses. Not good for the goal. We've just difference. won five in a row. And your last game of the season is against Wrexham. Yeah, they'll be on the beach by then. They'll be flip-flops, play the kids... I'm, I'm, it's easier tapping, Paul. I'm, I'm delighted you're so optimistic. Six I mean, points, at, six points ahoy. Okay, you f- okay? Absolutely. Well, we'll see. We uh, are the team that the last game of the season a dog has run on the pitch, Paul. Yeah, bit one of our players in in the extra time. You know, we've scored the yeah. goal to keep us in the league. We are the team where the goalkeeper scored with one minute to go. It's true. Yeah, I mean, we are that team, Paul. So yeah, it's got to, you've got to believe it's true. You've got to have belief. You are, in I it. do believe. <clears throat> I've, I've grown That's up. Good. My a complete Torquay United history is us pulling it out the fire. Right. Obviously, sometimes jumping directly into the fire covered in gasoline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> having done that first, self-inflicted. <laughs> but often 
we're also pulling it out the fire. Well, I've, There's I, still two. Everyone's written us off. Oh, have they cancelled the last two games of the season? Have they pulled? I've not written you off. I'm they've just cancelled those. Have they? That's I'm, not happening. After no. going to Boreham Wood and working with you and our producer John, a fellow yeah. talking, I feel invested in your plight. Well, Charlie. yeah. Well, you You've, bought. You I've bought got enough to fifth. worry about with Tottenham. I don't need to have your baggage as you well. You bought us 15 points, Paul. You got those. You know the yeah. Hawksby effect. Not just me. Bought us, not just the you. Durham. Durham. Adderley. I, mean, I, won't, I won't include Jim because he's a Torquay fan. No, exactly. Know, he doesn't be, count. But the Adderley effect. Actually, Proud Which actually sounds like the Adderley effect. Actually, sounds like a thing. It's like something you'd study <laughs> yeah. at school. No, like a lovely seventies yeah. drama. It's like um, it's like questioning university challenge, isn't it? Really? Like the Biderbeck affair. Yeah, it does. It sounds the like Adderley that. effect. Actually, Jim Proudfoot told me it was three 0 on Tuesday night because I was listening to it. I didn't. Uh-huh. I didn't buy it in the end. I right. thought I can't watch this. Oh really? I, I was. I was listening to it, and mm. then I had to go and pick my son up from rugby training. And on the way there, Jim Proudfoot was commentating on. Who was it Tuesday night? Who he was doing uh, the Chelsea yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. And he said, and it's Torquay, Chesterfield 3. And I thought, oh, I, can, no. I can hear it cla- c- catching your throat, oh, Jim. What a dear. nightmare. So, a couple of things to get you going on. Um, the first one is Erling Haaland. What's his secret? Why is he so good? Yeah. Well, we know now it's a cocktail. All right. It's a, it's a smoothie made of milk, kale and spinach. All right, okay. Yeah, it, that, doesn't, that doesn't sound like, like a, a cat walking mm, backwards with a furball. Do, sm- do you want a smoothie? Yeah, mm. Mm, I'll have a. Would you like a smoothie? Oh, oh yes, please. He often walks around holding <laughs> bottles of green liquid. Ooh. That's it. It sounds like some old Wimbledon yeah. prank that went badly wrong, doesn't it? But anyway, um, he, that's what he drinks. Mm. And uh, blimey, isn't he good? He so I'm good. sure there's some Sunday footballers out there, a couple of Sunday oh, strikers yeah. thinking, "That's me yeah, for yeah. the game Saturday." Be thrown up by the side of the pitch if you're not used to it. I'm going to go for the old milk kale and yeah, the um, milk in that and spinach right, spinach it? smoothie milk and spinach so were you influenced by the stars was oh, it something you drunk something you ate something you wore yeah, did you have, can you admit now that really it was under the influence of uh, of yeah. the stars that made you do something lovely. try something and was it ideally it wouldn't have been successful yeah. um, so do tell us your stories this afternoon yeah. of being influenced by the stars talksport.com forward slash H&J text to 81089 tweet to TSH&J uh, you're just hearing from Fletch there we'll be chatting later on to Martin Lipton uh, on other matters but we will touch on the uh, the Oxford Union chat that um, Daniel Levy had um, which has kind of gone out today. They've released it, about sort of yeah. 20, 30-minute chat. I've not Bra- had a chance brave to watch it. Well, what, not- what a brave man going in front of the Oxford Union yeah. and, not, and not the Tottenham Hotspur Supporters Club. Yeah, exactly. Well, look, we don't have an AGM because we, we, we don't have a say in the matter. So it, it would be lovely, and a lot of people have made that point today that some of the things he said there he could take to a room full of fans. Fans forum. Um, would fans listen, Paul? No, that's, I suppose, the question. That's well, his worry, More for them it? if they don't, because if he puts himself in a situation where he's willing to explain stuff, then people should, you know, it, you know we can have yeah. a difference of opinion. There can be a Q&A. But it would be oh, yeah. it would be lovely rather than just getting a uh, something at the at the end of the program uh, every year. But anyway, we move on. The reason I bring it up is um, he said that there could be a statue of Harry Kane, lovely. and I wonder if that will be used as a bargaining chip when he goes in with only a year left on his contract. Yeah. Uh, I say well, I've, I've done my best, Daniel. I've given everything for the club. Yeah. I, I'd say I've been above and beyond. I've stayed here at years when I, when I could have gone mm. and won trophies elsewhere. And Daniel say. Yeah, but you won't get your statue, will you? Yeah, if you want a statue, un- un- unveils look, it, in and front he'll of say, "Yeah, I've got it." it and he, him, somebody yeah. comes in, and they, yeah, one of his teammates can... in tears. Sonny comes on in tears, <laughs> and then just pulls the string, and there's Harry already cast in bronze. 
Is you ready? Go, you, that's, uh, we can recast that facial. Yeah, that's right. That can that could be anybody. That could be, could be Eric Dyer. Not that that take, be, that be, twenty minutes. That work could be Glenn Oddle in twenty minutes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> What statue? New statue? Trophy? Statue? What do you want? You got ten seconds. Got time for Sonny to turn around. That's right. When Sonny dries his tears, you've got to make your mind up. <laughs> so, but the question I asked this afternoon is, um, what did they offer you to stay? Yeah. Where were you nice. at work? They said, look, we don't want you to go, that's or whatever nice. it was. What did they offer you to stick around? No, that's nice, Paul. Um, let us know this afternoon. Uh, or what did you offer? Thinking like <laughs> these magic beans, like it was going to make. A magic, like it was going to make a difference. I can change. Like, yeah. <laughs> what, did, what did they offer you? Oh, yeah, it could get a bit dark. You never let's know. Not get, let's not get too dark. I don't know if you dark. thought that one through, No, I just, Paul, that's but... not, we don't want to go down a, a, a dark road. Keep it light, I'll folks. start washing up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll empty the, I'll load it properly. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Uh, Paul and Charlie, I was a young apprentice footballer playing at uh, Killy when Sir Ali McCoist was there and oh, I once yeah. saw him training with a bin bag on and I had no idea why. So I took a mental note and tried it out myself. Fair to say, it was a huge mistake as I got absolute pelters off my teammates and the new nickname of Roberto Garbaggio. <laughs> Very good, Lovely, Stephen. Yeah, Have you been influenced it. by the stars, whether you ate it, drunk it, wore it? What was it and was it a Ali, mistake? Ali sweating out the night before yeah. by the sounds of things there. <laughs> Almost certainly the case. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Part of the secret to uh, Erling Haaland's uh, success is a little cocktail he has of mm. milk, kale and spinach. Yeah. Makes a kind of green liquid that he wanders about with swigging from. I was trying to think spinach and milk, but then I suppose you get that cheese, what do you call it? Yeah. Uh, 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 Sarg Chana, is that, uh, is that so, in your curry? Why did you say it in that style? Sarg Chana? Oh, Sarg Chana. No, Sarg Chana's, I think that's lentils, actually. I think you'll find that. What's the, what's the cheesy spinach one, Paul? Oh, what's that it? called? Oh, Sarg. you suddenly change your voice? I don't like know. It was that odd, bloke the other week. I think you'll find. Oh, yeah, it was him, wasn't it? The uh, referees, yeah. of course. So, um, you, you've been letting us know. Yes. Um, where are Here's we? one. Michael from Skegness. Jensen Button was being interviewed mm. and said he puts coconut oil in black coffee every morning to help being healthy. The grease on my lips for the next few hours was horrid. Did it for a week and then stopped. Ah, yeah. Influenced are. by the stars. Uh, are you tempted as a sort of a young Sunday morning striker to get yourself on the milk, kale and spinach <laughs> cocktail <laughs> and possibly score as many goals as uh, as Erling does? Yes. Um, Chris, the Arsenal fan from East Barnet, says, when I was younger, I read somewhere that the way Robert Redford keeps his youthful looks was by plunging his face into a bowl of ice water. <laughs> I tried it for a few weeks and can confirm that at the age of 14, I didn't have a single wrinkle. <laughs> Unlike now at 62... I have the face of an old leather satchel. Oh, that's Don't nice. Don't be hard on yourself, that's Chris. That's nice, though, Chris. Now, get a nice uh, moisturiser, though. I can yes. recommend, recommend the Keels one yeah. to you, Rich, if you want. I don't know if Keels want to send me a bunch, but uh, oh, okay. quite well, expensive, that's, that's Paul. Quite, that's quite on the nose, Keels that. face fuel. I, I think the, the line you're looking for is other moisturisers are available. Look but at me, Paul, I'm 52. I'm not. I'm 46. Okay. Uh, hi, guys. <laughs> Enjoying See, the show. I'm 52. <laughs> Sarg Paneer. There we are. Oh, was it Sarg Paneer? Sarg Paneer, of course. Oh, yeah. That's from oh, Frex and Carlisle. And G in Liverpool. Sarg Paneer, Baker. Sarg what are you even Paneer. doing on talk cooking? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> hi, guys. Enjoying the show. Clinton Morrison once scored a hat-trick for Palace. Yeah. And he had on two different boots. Mm. The next Sunday, I replicated it and scored two own goals. <laughs> there we are. Oh, there we jo- well Jordan, done. the Crystal Palace. So right, were you ever influenced by the stars and the other thing was you've been hearing from Fletch um, whacking the microphone text me now Um, (laughs) where was I 
yes. Uh, what have you been promised to stay? Um, the Oxford Union, apparently. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Levy said, uh, Harry Kane, he stays, he'll get a statue. It's almost like he'll go in and say, I want to leave. Uh, chairman, I've given you, I've given you, you know, I've given you everything. Blood, sweat, and tears has yeah. not made any difference. We've still not won anything. Well, you won't get a statue, Harry. No, no Just won't get a statue. Would that be enough to? What would entice you to? St- We're interested to know what you were offered to stay or what you offered someone else to stay, whether at work or whatever. <laughs> if Talk- I was Harry Kane, I'd build, just build my own state. You've got plenty of money, is Yeah. Build your own statue. Yeah, just put it out there. They keep taking it down. <laughs> they keep putting another again. one. Um, talksport.com forward slash H&J. Text to 81089. Tweet to TS H&J. Now, uh, as we said, uh, we've got uh, Gunter Steiner coming in a little bit later on, team yeah, principal of, of Haas, the uh, F1 team, one of the breakout, reluctant breakout stars, as he admits, of Drive to Survive, which hasn't stopped him calling the book Surviving to Drive. No. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, more on that later. But um, we thought we'd have a little, because some people won't know much about him. No. So, he is, of course, team president. Team president of... Team uh, principal. Team principal of, yeah. of uh, Haas Racing. Haas Racing. Tom and, Tommy Haas That's Racing. Right. That's quite Haas, important that it's Haas, Haas Racing. Haas Racing. So, um, on that basis, we thought we'd have a little quiz so you could find out more about him, but not just about him, about the uh, popular beat combo <laughs> from the Manchester slash Barry area, yeah. Elbow. Lovely. Yes, the quiz, very short quiz. We won't keep you for too long because it's basically one joke. Do you know your Haas from your Elbow? What, I mean, this is what we're looking at well today. Done, Paul. Nobody, so, nobody else could do this. First question then to you, Charlie. Um, who is the son of a butcher? Is it uh, Gunter Steiner uh, of Haas or is it a uh, friend of the show, occasionally pops in to see us, elbow frontman Guy Garvey? Do I know my Haas? Who's my the elbow. son of a butcher? Son of the only one who could ever reach me. Yeah. The son, son of a butcher, butcher man. man. It wouldn't have been the same, would it, really? <laughs> Dusty. Anyway, next. Um, Guy Garvey. You're wrong, it's oh. Gunter. Oh, no. No, Guy's dad wasn't a butcher, apparently, so Wikipedia tell us. Oh, so you got that no. one wrong, Charlie. Well, you don't really wait. know your heart from your my elbow. elbow. Um, who used to used to be known as Mr. Soft? Oh, who no, they used to call Mr. Mr. Soft? Soft. Won't you tell me? Remember that mince advert? Soft mince advert? No, you no, do. Afraid, you know, He's that. walking along, Mr. Soft. Probably only showed it in the West Country. <laughs> Um, Mr. Soft. Who was known as Mr. Mm. Soft? Was it um, oh, Gunter Steiner? Was it? Was it? Uh, was it uh, who was it? Gunter Steiner. It's not. It, oh. was, it was. It was. Elbow's <laughs> name before they became Elbow. I do not. That was know. the band's name. You don't my know your house from your my elbow. elbow. Okay. This is a um, disastrous quiz. This one might be a bit easier. Who okay. was once woken up at 2am by Bernie Eccleston? Mm. Was it uh, Gunter Steiner from uh, Drive to Survive <laughs> or was it elbow guitarist Mark Potter? Who was once woken well, up this at 2am? This now feels like a trick question. Okay. Doesn't it? But who once got a call from Bernie Eccleston at 2am was expected? Mm, one day like this a year would see me right. Is that yes. Bernie Eccleston on the day of the Monaco Grand Prix? Yeah, quite possibly, um, yeah. I'm going to say... Because I think it's a trick question. The elbow guitarist. Of course it wasn't. It was good. <laughs> just standing there. Why is he phoning Mark Potter from Elbow at two o'clock in the morning? Oh, no. You're Burke. This is embarrassing. You'll be all right in the last one, though. <laughs> um, who has been working on a cocktail called Grounds for Divorce? Is it Gunter Steiner yeah. or is it Elbow? Uh, I reckon Elbow with some well, no, coffee in it. Yes, <laughs> it was Elbow. So elbow. One, one out of four. Thank goodness for Clearly, that. Clearly, you don't know your... Oh. Half, yeah, we, we, yeah, we, from my elbow. It was a bit of a weak gag that was, we just I tell you what, Paul, milked. No, it was great. It was a great. <laughs> it was one of the great quizzes. Yeah. Okay. Throw your curtains wide. Yes. Okay. 
Um, so, can you tell I only know one elbow song? Yeah, I know. That's, <laughs> do you know any other? poor. Yeah, come on, I'm, I'm a fan. Go on, then, three and ten. What do you mean? Uh, three? Popmaster coming up. Three and ten. You want three elbow. More songs. Ten. Nine. Well, you want three? You need three elbow songs. Station eight, approach. You want any more? Seven. Great expectations. Six. No. But you've done it. Have you? I've done three. Okay, yeah. Tear me up. Yeah, yeah, okay. You do All right know. then. All right, you do know. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Fans of Drive to Survive oh, yeah. the Netflix series. It takes you behind the scenes in in the world of Formula One. We'll certainly know our uh, next guest. Uh, he is is uh, one of the stars. He's of, the breakout. He is the he star. Is the, breakout the breakout star. star. Got a musical a, about him. All sorts. <laughs> of a, yeah. Yeah, that's, that could be a musical. Good idea, isn't it? Um, but uh, it's a reluctant breakout star, and he has actually not watched Drive to Survive. But the book is called Surviving to Drive, A Year Inside Formula One, and it's the uh, has a team principal, Gunter Steiner. Good afternoon, good, afternoon, good to Gunther. see you. Good afternoon, and thanks for having me. What yeah. do you make of all this adulation? Even in the gallery next door, oh, yeah. our, our producer and assistant producer are real fanboys. They love, they're yeah. very, very excited. Uh, they don't normally pay attention in. to what we're doing at all, but they are like all eyes on now. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's pretty good. I don't know why, to be honest, you know, but uh, uh, you said I'm not, uh, I, I didn't watch the, the Drive to Survive, which mm. is true, but I read the book. Just to, oh, you yeah, read the book, of course. Thank I had you. to read it because it's I read the yeah. book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, when did you start to notice that, I mean, you, I think you said, you know, you could sort of move around the paddock, sort of no one would really bother you apart from the sort of hardcore F1 fans, but then suddenly everybody wants a piece of you. Was there a moment when you thought, did you know it was the documentary that was doing this, that was making you more recognisable? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty clear. And and, and the first time uh, uh, internally, uh, when it came out, we had a F1 commission meeting where all the other team principals, principals are, the CEO of FOM, uh, the president of the FIA, and I, I go come into the room, you know, and everybody starts to talk about it. And I was a little bit, you know, what, what is happening here? Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it, guys. I didn't see <laughs> yeah. it, you know. So, yeah, but you're this and you're that. And, and I was like, or, or, almost, uh, uh, what have I done in there that they're all looking at me and talking about it? So, you know, you get a little bit, wow, maybe I've done something bad here. Maybe I shouldn't have done it, you know, which I, maybe uh, I think I shouldn't be doing it. But uh, uh, there I realised that something on, but I decided not to watch it. And then uh, shortly after we flew to uh, Melbourne for the first race in uh, uh, that year. And, uh, you know, then people in the aeroplane, because there was obviously uh, some people which went to the race uh, and, and they all knew all of a sudden who I was and they all know, know me by name. You know, it was like uh, very strange and... Uh, in the beginning, when I walked around with my daughter, she's now 14, so there was, she was maybe eight, nine years old, nine mm. years old. She said, uh, do you know this guy? And they said, hey, Gunther, you know, and I didn't know, obviously, who the guy was, but <laughs> yeah. he knew. I said, no, no, Greta. And I had to explain, you know, that I don't know these people. She thought, I know these people, you know. So. <laughs> that, that is famous now. <laughs> yeah, that's it, that's it. Do you, I mean, how, how do you feel about it? I mean, has yeah. it made life a little bit more difficult, so just moving around... Uh, Track, track them race days and stuff. Yeah, flights, it, it, yeah. It, yeah, it is a little bit uh, uh, more difficult because uh, you know, and you want to give the fans something back when they recognize you. Yeah. you I'm not arrogant, and uh, you stop and you take a picture and so on. And uh, you know, if you want to avoid them, you just don't go there. You know, you find another way out of it. But if fans are around, I normally, uh, you know, if they want a picture or an autograph, I, I give it. But it is, it is. You need to think more mm. where you and when you move. Yeah, it's it's uh, effectively a sort of diary of last season, a sort of telling the story of everything that went on. And it was, I mean, from the publisher's point of view, it was an eventful, interesting season. So it kind of worked out well for you all, really, in terms of the book, didn't it? Yeah, uh, because uh, uh, obviously the idea came up in, in 21 and we had no idea what was coming in 22. Yeah. And that was one of my things. I said it, it, it could be a 
uh, that boring year, you know, and what we write. Uh, uh, that let's start and then we see where it goes. And uh, they told me there will never be a, 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 a boring year for you, Gunter. And I said, yeah, there, there will be at some stage. And yeah. it worked out not to be a boring year last year, the complete opposite. It was quite a eventful year. Yeah. I, I think what probably makes you very popular as well is that, you know, we wanted to see behind the helmet, as they said, and often... Often F1 can feel sterilised. It, it, it can feel a bit a bit dull at times. And and your team, because it's fallible and because you're a character, makes it... You show the cracks and the cracks let the light in. So that make, you make it exciting. Yeah, uh, and uh, I think that's what any sport should be because the fans are just coming if there's something interesting going on. We cannot race for ourselves. Yeah. I mean, uh, so we need to race for the fans. And uh, we see when we show the fans what we are actually doing without sterilizing it you know without taking away the interesting stuff because maybe it is uncomfortable for mm. somebody you know uh, then the people like it more and that i think what drive to survive has done for formula one there is a lot more uh, people watching it now a lot of young people the demographic has changed they got younger you know so which is good for the sport which is good for everybody in the sport as well yeah, yeah. yeah you, know, you can spe- you can swear spectacularly in a third language which we salute you for gunter <laughs> is this i mean not one now the, he's not giving no, you no, 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 this no, is no, not no. this is yeah not the one just but the book um, the book is written in the earthy style, shall we say, that you, you often speak in. It's, um, it, it is a bit sweary, but uh, I think there is... A, but it's, a, it's, a, it's... I don't know what it is. What's the word? It's, they say it's not funny and it's not clever, but I think it is. Yeah. And, but you've embraced it, haven't you? The, the, I mean, I suppose in heated moments, it's a high-pressure business, and in that environment, people use what we call industrial language. Yeah, uh, and uh, I grew up learning uh, English uh, in... Uh, in an industrial environment, you know, so mm. I know how uh, how you guys speak when you're in private, you know. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I just ca- cannot see when and what not to do, but obviously on interviews, I, I never use that language, you know, because mm. I was told so yeah. not to do, but uh, uh, I think uh, all in all, yeah, that's what it is. It's, it's honest, you know, and obviously sometimes I say things in the heat of the moment and in the excitement, which if I if I think about two hours later, I would completely rephrase it. But in the in the moment, you know, when you're competing, you you, you just I just get like this. I, I get emotional about it, you know, in one way or another, and uh, uh, the language changes. So, but uh, as long as I I don't really offend anybody, uh, a person, I think you know it's not okay, but it's okay. You, you have a rallying background, don't you, as a, as a driver? Uh, not, as a not, driver. not as a driver, uh, no, but as a driver, rallying yeah. background. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. You, you, how did you how did you find the difference between rallying and, and F one? Uh, it's it, it's it's very different. And when I was in rallying, obviously the the world was a different uh, place as well because that was in in eighty six to about two thousand. I yeah. was in rallying, so mm. a lot of things have changed. But rallying is more like the, at the time there was more adventure involved. You know, you went out to countries, you went around in the country because you were competing on normal streets, and yeah, you know yeah. they they were closed off. And then we are competing while F one is competing on racetracks, and it's uh, uh, a lot more insulated where you are in, in F1. I go to the event, going from the airport to the hotel, hotel to the racetrack, racetrack to hotel, back to the airport. That was it. While in rallying, at the time, you were around maybe a month with my job, uh, uh, what I did there, uh, in, in a different country. And uh, mm-hmm. you met people, you talk with people, and uh, that doesn't happen anymore with, uh, with normal people just outside on the street because you were waiting for the race car to come along and yeah. that you could service it, you know. So that, 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 that doesn't happen in F1 no, anymore. Sure. <laughs> There's a very powerful quote in the back of the book. It says, people talk about football managers being under pressure. Trust me, that's nothing. Pressure is watching one of your drivers hit a barrier at 190 miles per hour and exploding mm. before your eyes. And, I mean, yeah, that, that, that's an awful... We see in the, in the show the, the pressure that's on 
knew them, but you're the one they all go to uh, and the performance of the car is all around you and your team. Yet at the bottom of it is this jeopardy that, that it doesn't matter how safe you make this sport, how hard you try to make this sport safe, it's never going to be 100% safe, is it? No, it will never, it, it cannot be. I mean, it's just like there is always a, an element of risk. I think the sport has developed a lot. It got a lot safer over the last, uh, you know, 100 years, let's say. Every year is something better, uh, but but you can never guarantee safety. I mean, that is part of of, of, of racing cars and motorsport. Yeah. When that happened, to, it was Roman Grosjean, wasn't it, who, yeah. who crashed? Does time slow down? Do they do? You, do they suddenly become very human again to you? How how, how does it work as a, as as its principle? Uh, it's very strange because it's a when when it's over, it's a very short period. Because uh, as I said, I'm doing this a long time, and you know, once you realise that this is your car or the team's car, your team's car, what is happening? You know, if he doesn't come out in the next twenty to thirty seconds. He's not going to come out, mm. you know, as much as you don't like to think of that. But in my position, you have to think of that. And then what to do next? But, but while you think that and while you realize that he was out of the car. So we got lucky that he could get out, you know, and then you just uh, think, how do we communicate now to people that he's safe? You know, even if he has got, a, I don't know, a broken leg or a broken arm, I don't, yeah, I care, but I, it's not something yeah, yeah, not, yeah, because he, he could be yeah. not be here anymore if he yeah. didn't get out. So uh, it was a good moment. So in one thing, you think it never ends this story, but in, in, in on the other side, it's over very quick. Yeah, I mean, what about this season so far, uh, Gunter? What have what have you what have you made of it from from your team's point of view? Hulkenberg's had a great drive in Australia, didn't he, for you? Yeah, uh, uh, in general, we are doing uh, good. You know. Uh, we, we put ourselves the target to be better than last year. I think everybody else does that. It's not very something very clever, to be honest. But uh, that's what you what you, what you do, and uh, I think we are better. But uh, what what is now in F one? Uh, the competition is 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 very good. There is no there is no uh, weak or bad team, how we want to call it. There is no backmarker anymore. You have got the, the the four strong teams this year. It was always three. Now it's four. And then you got the rest. There is no midfield and backmarkers anymore. Mm-hmm. There is just the next six. And uh, every weekend you need to do a, a, a 100% perfect job to get points. And that is what, what counts for us, you know, because in the moment we know we cannot win. Mm-hmm. Hopefully one day we can win, but in the moment we cannot. So uh, it's just like uh, we made a step forward, but we have to fight hard for it. Uh, the the book features uh, many of your frustrations with your driver that you replaced this year, uh, Mick Schumacher, um, with Nico Hockenberg. I mean, it must be difficult. It must be a, quite a big call. I mean, was it a ruthless business? If someone in your eyes is not performing, you just have to make that call and make a change. No, uh, on, on that on that side, uh, I sat back and, and and thought, what is the best uh, for the team to move forward? Mm-hmm. You know and. We are still the youngest team in Formula One. We are only in our eighth season. Uh, and uh, we needed experience injected into the team. And getting a driver which has done it before, mm-hmm. uh, like Nico here, he was in, uh, in midfield teams in, in different ones. Mm. And, and he has done it. He brought the teams forward. So at some stage, for me, it was like, we need to do something because uh, we, we we cannot spend time developing drivers. Mm. And I'm, I'm not uh, uh, focusing on, only on Mick in general. We need experienced drivers. We need experience here that we make a step. And uh, up to now, uh, I must say, uh, the investment has paid off. You know, we got an experienced driver. He He's taking us forward in the moment. And that mm. is all what I wanted to happen with the change of driver. You said four four teams, the four top teams, but I mean, Red Bull are dominating. There's been some concerns really around that. It's, it's never, I mean, it's always kind of been thus, but are you slightly concerned that they are so strong this year? 
No, uh, I, I don't. I'm not concerned. I mean, they are strong. I mean, I don't uh, deny that. But I think the other ones will catch up. Uh, I think there will be a catch up. And we had seasons before where some teams were dominating, and the uh, and the uh, uh, and the championship was still uh, interesting. But I think this year people will catch up. You know, because mm. everybody has got a budget cap. We are all working on the same budget. So, uh, uh, you know, Red Bull cannot keep on getting better and better. They will, but also the other ones, and maybe the other ones can make bigger steps, the other strong teams. So, uh, obviously, uh, that's what I think. But even if they are in front, there will be a point where, when they have weaknesses, like uh, uh, every de- domination up to now ended at some stage, you know. Mm. So, uh, I think with the sport where it is now, you cannot have a domination for five or six years like we maybe had uh, uh, before, uh, in the years before. Yeah. Uh, We've got that, that kind of romantic story. I know your focus is on, on Hass, of course, but the Fernando Alonso at Aston Martin is quite a kind of romantic story for yeah. the sport that he's kind of holding his own currently. Yeah, and uh, everybody knows who is in Formula One and who watches Formula One. Fernando is a, a, a driver with, uh, he has got skills uh, none of the other drivers has got. He can, in my opinion, I always say he doesn't need a strategist or anything. He can manage his, his, his race from inside the car. You know, he, he, he's so good in it and he's very talented driving as well. You know, so that's why he's so strong. And obviously the over 40 years old have, uh, uh, it's just made him better instead of uh, uh, going backwards. So it's quite amazing. And uh, I think uh, the, the call he made last year uh, to move team, uh, it, it, it worked out to be pretty good for him. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I suppose, you'd, I mean, onwards and upwards for your team, you'd love Nico Hulkenberg to get to get that podium, wouldn't you? I think that's something you'll be working. What's his reward? Should he do that? Have you thought about that? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I think he does need a reward because I think he's one of these guys which, uh, uh, for him to getting a, a, a podium would prove a point because mm. everybody, uh, I, I don't think it's, uh, anybody would like to say, oh, you are the guy which is Formula One longest without the podium, you know, mm. and he yeah. made points and everything. He just was, he always slipped off of the podium. So uh, getting him to the podium with our car for sure would be a special moment for yeah. us because it would be our first one. Sure. And also for him because it would be his first one. Great so story, it would yeah. be, yeah, it would be mm. a good story. And then, and I think that would be, uh, no financial reward needed for him to get there, you know. <laughs> and is this oh, yeah. a one-off uh, Gunter the book, or will you be doing yeah. regular diaries? Or you think this Strictly, is this can is we it? see you on Strictly Gunter or the <laughs> no, Great, no, Great no. British Bake Off? No, none yeah. of that. No, no, none of this. In the okay. moment, that's it. I need to go back to work. You know. Okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> enough show business. Exactly. Yeah. Enough show business. Yeah. Well, we wish you well with the team and and with the book, Gunter. Love, lovely to meet you. Thanks Thank so you much. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank Gunter you Steiner's book, Surviving to Drive, is published now, and it's out in hard. Back. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. It's time now for the birthday spread. And I'm sure somebody who has a bit of a parsnip with his roast dinner is uh, a man who makes a fine roast dinner by, Ooh, by all accounts. Does he? Well, he's never cooked me one. Uh, wow. It's An- Andy Jacobs. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon. Talking of nice juice. <laughs> yeah. um, I see. That was you, did, you did it. You did it. Well, I can. Yes. That's the point. Isn't <laughs> yeah. it? I can. Yes, okay. Um, parsnips on a roast, yes? Uh, absolutely, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. mint sauce was only with lamb. Yeah, right? surely it's weird, Andy. Surely. Um, so uh, yeah, Very ten weird. birthdays from this week. Um, Andy has collated them. He's got a gag for each one. I'm sure you know the rules by now. Of the birthday spread. Um, we need someone to keep score, and that's Jeff Peters in the Nerve Centre in the East Midlands. Hello, Jeff. Uh, good afternoon from the Nerve Centre. Paul Paul's win last week took him forty to twenty-four against Charlie. In oh. this, the 99th official wow. birthday spread and mint sauce goes on anything, anything. on a car this is, but this is Jeff Peters who we took to the best Indian <laughs> restaurant <laughs> in the country and he had steak and chips 14 chip. years ah, ago Jeff. that was you'll never, live it, down. Yeah, you'll never <laughs> live it down you'll never live it down I have horseradish from anything I will say that I will have horseradish all, all roasts okay well um, we better move on um, Pele and Sergio Mendes join us as always uh, it's my job and Charlie's job, obviously, to guess the ages of these people. And the one with the shortest margin of error from the 10 birthdays is the winner. Um, first birthday, Andy. I'm sending Jeff a memo about mint sauce. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Incoming. first birthday today. Mm. One of the greatest bowlers of all time, the cricketer Mataya Muralithan. Mm. Murali. Yeah. What is yes, he's just opened a pub, actually, with mm. drive time host Darren Bent. I'd love to drink at the Murali Bent Arms. Hey. Oh, nice. Um, what is nice. Murali now? What is th- 40... Three, 43 Murali. You're in the right area there. I'll say 45. Wow. No, you know, he's 51. Is he really? It doesn't feel that long ago that he retired. How old was he when he retired? Late Time goes quick. Okay, you're nearer, Charlie. What's the done to the scores, Jeff? Shambolic start. Paul 8, Charlie 6. (laughs) Cheers, mate. Not that bad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to get back in Andy's good books. (laughs) Is that? (laughs) Yeah. yeah, You say 8, 6, Jeff, yeah? 
eight six. Okay, eight, Charlie. Six. We alternate. I did the first one. Charlie will go yeah. first the next time to stop any skullduggery. Although it won't, of course. Just, yeah. Anyway, move on. It's a very calm game. It is so far. Yeah. It's a nice parlour game. That's because you're not losing. Like That's why. Right. Next. <laughs> exactly. It's the actress Ellen Barkin. Oh yeah. Ellen Barkin. Oh yeah. And she was supposed to actually trim the mighty oak in our garden, but ended up ruining the willow next to it. I said she's barking up the wrong tree. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Ellen Barkin. Ellen Barkin. I don't know if I'm thinking the right person is the thing. Oh, okay. Sixty. Which she's been. Ellen Barkin, six. I think mean, she might be a bit older. Um, seventy-four. <laughs> Sixty-nine. Oh, okay. Oh, that wasn't deserving of a big. No, I just I thought suddenly she was going to be hundred and two. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's, <laughs> she's twenty-six. Is this a new tactic from the scorer. Jeff's <laughs> trying to put us off now. <laughs> trash, trash talk, <laughs> chirping from the. I thought it was me. He's, I didn't even realise. You don't get any points, Jeff. You know that, don't yeah. you? He's chirping, isn't he? <laughs> I mean, I thought she was younger than sixty-nine, and when you said seventy-four, I was like, blimey. Oh, um, anyway, Paul five out onto thirteen. Mm. Charlie nine out onto fifteen. Charlie, oh, yeah. you're losing after two. Okay, but it's still yeah. very early days. Hey, back to me then and okay the tennis player conchita martinez oh, conchita yeah. martinez and she was due to go on who wants to be a millionaire after major charles ingram oh yeah but chris tarrant stopped he said we don't want another conchita on the show oh, oh, oh nice oh, what a nice show. idea another conchita martinez mm. um conchita martinez um i'm trying to wait it's one i'm trying yeah, to think which well, one's she? No, I. But she was. I'm thinking she's quite old. <laughs> okay. I, she's not. Um, yeah. Jeff will, uh, Jeff will be. Put <laughs> <laughs> um, the answer in front of him. Sixty-seven. I think that's a bit old. Yeah. Fifty-eight. Fifty-one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. thinking of the wrong person. Thinking of the wrong I? person. Yeah. Were you thinking of Hannah Mandakova? No, I wasn't. No, no, no. no, no I was... The only other one is the Rancher Sanchez Vicari. Oh, yeah. yeah. No and she's younger. Gabriella Sabatini. Should we all just think about her for a minute? Or not? Yeah. Well, no, we're talking about Spanish <laughs> tennis players. I, know, I just like thinking of Gabriella Sabatini. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, that's fair enough. What's that? Oh, that's, I'm sorry, Conchita, if you're listening. What's the chance of her listening? She probably tuned in for Do You Know Your Heart's From Your Elbow, <laughs> yeah, our, yeah. our competition earlier on in the world of Formula One. And she stayed with it. She thinking, stayed with it. Well, that was high quality. I wonder what the rest of it is. She tuned in for. Big Gunter, Gunter. Stein, Big Gunter, Gunter Steiner fan. Yeah. What's what's that down to the scores, Jeff? Was your yeah. um, Paul? You were sixteen out. <laughs> so you thought she was sixteen years older than she actually is. So Sorry, you move on Gunter. to twenty-nine. Charlie seven out on to twenty-two. Charlie takes the lead. Okay. King Dangdu. The lead. Okay, off we go then. Uh, Charlie's first okay. on this one. It's another actress, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Oh, Sarah yeah. Michelle Gellar. And uh, her latest film is a horror revival where she destroys Billy Bowden, Murray As Erasmus, oh, yeah. and Richard Kettleborough. It's called Buffy the Umpire Slayer. Oh, it's oh, very good. What a lovely joke, that is. Yeah, you like that? I enjoyed it. You that. didn't laugh, though, did you? I know, but it's you like some, I, I, I admired it. it. It's like pitching to any TV commissioner. <laughs> and you say, and you, and they I go, see why it would be funny. And they say something like, yeah, yeah, that's funny. Just change it to Buffet Bowling the Umpire oh, Slayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buffet the Umpire Slayer. Buffet <laughs> Bowling. Not worth workshopping. Another menu. Another, not menu, <laughs> memo. Another menu on the way to Jeff. Okay, Just steak and chips, please. <laughs> Caramel. <laughs> That's the only menu. Whatever's on the menu. Doesn't matter where he's eating. Alan menu. Is he coming in? The old racing driver. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what is it? Uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Forty-five. 
Um, Someone did a noise then, and, and I do not want no. another George Foreman he, situation. He laughed at me, eh? he poo pooed. I know. This at is me. a George Foreman situation when the umpire. That was me. Sni- sorry, that was me sniffing. There was. Well, there was, there I, was I wasn't going to go. I wasn't going to go very far. I wasn't going to go very far from you. Not now. I'm, I wasn't going not to. Not now, Paul. No. No, because not now there's been a noise. I don't sure. think you're that far off. Sure, fine. Forty nine. Oh yeah, sure. Forty six. See what I mean? Yeah. So that. You know, that's your lookout. <laughs> oh, so suddenly it's, suddenly it's not a problem, Charlie. Panica Rice. How old is she? How old is Panica Rice? <laughs> suddenly I notice it's not a problem, Charlie. That noise. Okay, so what's that down to the scores, Jeff? Paul, three out onto 32. Yeah. Charlie, one out onto 23. Oh, just one out. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you don't mind a noise lovely. now. You're quite welcome a noise, don't you, Charlie? <laughs> when you're I was out. fighting your corner for that noise, Paul. That's yeah. the sort of person I am. You were getting ready to <laughs> rail, Charlie. I want Charlie. it to be fair. I know, I know that voice. I want the game to be fair. Anyway, uh, we're going to half-time. I'll lead us off, Andy. It's the journalist, BBC chief political correspondent from 92 to 2000, John Sargent. Oh, yeah. John Sargent, Sargent. yeah. And when he was young, he had a job with a dairy. He used to deliver pints around our way. He was known as Sergeant Milko. (laughs) (laughs) Blimey. Isn't he doing a political podcast Uh, with John Major? uh, Yeah, he he could be. The two two Johns. Was it yeah, called? Two Johns. Yeah. Um, I'd say. Is that um, true? <laughs> no, 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 it's not no. true. Uh, I'd say he's major disaster. Uh, um, Seventy-seven. Yeah, about right. It's about right. What do you think, Charlie? Yeah, about right. Seventy-six. Seventy-nine. Oh, wrong way. Good okay, guess, though, so we head into half-time, noise-free, with the scores at what, Jeff? Paul, two out onto thirty-four. Charlie, th- uh, three out onto twenty-six. So yeah. eight in it at the halfway. Eight stage. in it at the halfway Ooh. stage. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We continue with the birthday spread with the scores delicately poised at what? Remind us, Jeff. 34 to Paul, 26 to Charlie. 34, 26. Mm. And uh, who's leading us off next time? It'll be Charlie leading Mm. us off, won't it, with his sixth birthday. Um, How are the listeners getting on? Uh, We've been finding out this afternoon. Won the last one at plus 16 today. A blinder and no wow. S-housery, says Andrew in Basingstoke. So, uh, yeah, some of the listeners doing a whole lot better than we are. Beefy the umpire slayer has also been um, suggested for yeah, the for the joke, maybe for next year. Everybody can come up with one, can't they, of course. Uh, so Charlie will lead us thanks. off. Andy's thanks. Got, yeah, thanks. <laughs> Andy's, he's got the next birthday. Here's Pelé and Sergio Mendes. Try it. Just try it try every it week every 99 week. times. Not as easy. Oh, everyone can do it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, anyway, this one is yeah. birthday spread goal. It's our old friend from two years ago. We didn't do this uh, this time last year, but I looked it up. It's the composer and musician Jan Hammer. Oh, Jan yeah. Hammer. Oh, yeah. Jan Hammer. And I wish he'd been available when I had to knock in some nails at Trini Lopez's house. Yeah. It would have been easier if I'd had Jan Hammer. If you'd had Jan oh, Hammer, yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> you can't touch anything in his house. Crockett's can you? theme, is it? Crockett's yeah. theme? Yeah, no, this is the Miami Vice theme. Right. Crockett's theme was the Miami slow Vice. one. That was yeah. the slow one, wasn't it? Okay, like the romantic one. Yeah, like romantic the end of EastEnders when they play yeah. on a violin. That's right. Yeah, yeah. He always stops you. Uh, that's it. He does. He always. Hammer always. Jan Hammer always yeah, stops you. Stop, please, Hammer. Don't. Can't don't. stop this. Oh, stuff. can't. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah, we shouldn't have to deconstruct them. Really, please. you shouldn't need. A, you shouldn't need Andy pamphlet. To I wouldn't bother. Them. <laughs> okay. Well, what's what? Uh, how old is he, Jan Hammer? Andy pamphlet. Uh, <laughs> lovely by Andy pamphlet. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Andy Pamphlet. Hello, Andy Plant Pamphlet. Yes. Um, I think Jan... <laughs> Just stop Andy it. Andy Flamflit. Um, uh, 78. 
Jan Hammer 78. I suppose he would be in that envelope, wouldn't he? Well, that's my. That's why I said the guest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Jan Hammer. I'm going to go 79. 75. Oh, okay. sorry, Jan. Yeah, 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 okay. Put years on him. And do you so, know what I've written down? 75. But and why you, didn't I say it, Paul? I don't know. I don't know What's that done to the scores, Jeff? You seem to be putting years on everyone today, Paul. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're four out onto 38. Your jokes. Charlie, uh, shush. Charlie, three out onto 29. There's always 20. time. That's right. Nine, time nine, nine in it. it. Okay, back are. to me. No, birthday number seven. Here we go. We've got to be quick. Yeah. Okay, it's it's the man that does freeze the fear, Vim Hoff. Oh, oh Vim, Vim Hoff. Hoff. Yeah. And when I was heckling him at a speaking gig, he sent his cousin Fred to eject me. And nobody argues when told to go by F. Hoff. Oh, <laughs> blimey. Oh, wow. Um, Close. We'll move on. Um, I, I've seen pictures of him. He's probably mm. younger than he looks because of yeah. everything he does. Ice water. Yeah. I, I, would you know how old he is? I mean, I, I think... I'm, well, that's... I'm gonna that go, is the game. I haven't got a clue. Fif- <laughs> it's the game. 58. Really. He's probably older than that. And I'm going to go 58, Charlie. I think he's a bit older. Yeah, I think you're right. He's, he just looks younger, doesn't he? 65. Ooh, he's 64. Okay, okay, okay. I think Fred's 58. Oh, what's, yeah. what's that done to the scores? Yeah, you, you weren't far off on that one. No. So one out on... One That's his out. brother. Yeah. Far off. Yeah. Yeah. That, could, that could be worse. What's his middle initial? Right. Keep going. Keep broadcasting. Charlie, one out onto 30. Yeah. Uh, ball six out onto 44. 14 in it, three to go. 14. Wow, okay, back to Charlie. Here we go. We're going to be quick. Okay, the broadcaster from That's Life used to present it, Paul Heine. Paul Mm. Heine. And uh, we're entering this year strictly, actually, as a same-sex couple. In rehearsals, I've had to encourage him to be more intimate during the tango. Hold me closer, Heine dancer. (laughs) Okay. He takes us to some strange places sometimes, Andy, doesn't he? Well, you know. (laughs) Paul's trying to speed up play, Well, no, because the times are pressing. We should have gone by now. That's useful, isn't it? No, I'd like to point it out. He's wasting time, not me. Speed it up, I'm losing by 14. (laughs) (laughs) 78. 83. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. 74. Oh. <laughs> in trouble now. <laughs> when you're an old, stop digging. Well, what's the scores, Jeff? Paul, 53. Charlie, 34. Oh, wow. This, I'm getting a right kicking here, Charlie. Uh, birthday <laughs> number nine. Here we go, quickly. Okay, The Economist <laughs> found a member of the Bank of England monetary policy, Dame Anne Julius. Anne Julius. Anne and she's Julius. been attending uh, an, intimi- an intimacy yeah, class that I run. Yeah. <laughs> I had to encourage her to give her, the woman next to her a really tight hug. I said to her, Julius Squeezer. Okay, we're going to have to put something in his tea before he writes these jokes, I think. Calm him down a bit. Um, she is um, 84. Mm, 85. <laughs> 74. Oh, 74. So where does that leave us, Jeff? We're going to the last birthday. Uh, Paul, 10 out, onto 63. Charlie, uh, 11. 11 out, yeah. and onto 45. So, okay, so okay. Where's, okay, so where, what's the difference? What's uh, 18. 18, so 18. I've got to be 19 either way. Here we go, Charlie leads us off, 19 either way. Okay, the final birthday is mm. the actress Lily Loveless. Lily Loveless. And right. uh, we were due to get hitched, actually, but <laughs> I didn't want a Loveless marriage. Hey, do you know Lily Loveless? I don't know who this is, Paul. Nor do I, Charlie. So I'd love to pretend I did. Where are you going with 19? Well, that's the trouble, though, isn't it? Yeah. Lily Loveless. Quite a lot to work with, 19, though. Yeah, but I... What do you think, Charlie? Look. Only just what I... Sorry, mate, it's quarter five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 63. Dinner. 
63. I've left so it open. I've got to go. I've eight, left it open. I'm going to go um, 83. Oh. Oh, wrong way, Regals. <laughs> 33. What an excellent game. <laughs> what an excellent game. And wasn't it beautifully that's, played? That's possibly my worst ever score. Wasn't it brilliantly played? Very Could have fair. won it at the excellent end. Excellent jokes this week. Excellent jokes this week. You enjoyed it, Charlie. Did I you? love a really smashing. I think it was top level radio. Okay. Good to Steiner coming in has really upped this show. And we have got to go. What a brilliant well, game. Well, it's finished 113 75. Yeah. Uh, oh. Eight wins in 10 Thrashed. for Charlie Port. Yeah. 40, Charlie 25. Next week, 100th. Eat it! Century official spread. I'm off for warm weather training before next Thursday. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That Lovely. Was, that was this afternoon show. Roman Grosjean, Paul. That was it. Yeah, I didn't know that. I've heard of the name Roman Grosjean before. Yeah. Well, that's what but, the uh, you know that's what he's there for. That's what the producers are there exactly. for. Finally, to, to be useful. When you when you have a, you can't think of something, they should be in your ear getting it right. They should be the font of all knowledge. Yeah. I Roman mean, most Grosjean is something most like, of the time he's sitting there watching. You know, uh, Father Brown, to be honest. So I was surprised he was listening. But anyway, yeah. for now... Um, That's it. Charlie, you're back on Saturday with Saturday Max? morning, 9 to 11 with Max Rushton, yes. Good. Yeah, yeah. His biography was... I understand he's ditched his new nickname, but we'll draw a veil over that. <laughs> Um, so, yes. So, uh, that's, and I'll be back with Andy tomorrow with the clips of the week and all that, and I'll see Charlie next Tuesday. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.